It's a blessing to be here this morning with you sisters and with all of you. I have been assigned down to the Newman Center in Vermilion with the college students, and I can tell you for the past six, five, six months, uh, I haven't been waking up before 7 (laughs) a.m. So when Father uh, Brian uh, asked about, I offered to come say Mass, and he said uh, that Mass was at 7, I was like, oh, (laughs) <laughs> I think the Lord knew what he was doing by in giving me a desire before he told me the consequences of having that desire fulfilled. <laughs> uh, I probably would have come anyway, but it is a blessing to be here with all of you. And I was saying to Father that uh, it's impossible for me to come here and to celebrate Mass with all of you without having a renewed appreciation for my mom and dad. Uh, and I think you guys probably know parts of their heart that I don't even know. Uh, and uh, as I was sitting here looking at this incredible sanctuary, my gosh, you guys are like carpenters. Uh, now I know why my dad loved you. I know why my mom loved you. Uh, now I know why my dad loved you, uh, sharing this great talent together. But uh, we give thanks for that. And we recognize the need to have someone in our lives who knows our heart. Today on this great feast of St. John the Apostle, we see in Scripture that he had this special place in the life of Jesus. And the unique thing that this is manifest, it seems contrary to what we would imagine um, if we were to make our own Jesus. We would think Jesus would let everybody be on his heart. Or we would think like everybody would have the same uh, disposition. But this truth that for some reason, this one among the ones had the special place that he knew the closeness of the heart of our Lord. And what a gift that is uh, for all of us. For isn't it true that all of us desire to have a unique place in the life of our Lord? All of us desire to have uh, the experience of being preferred by God. Right? And you can look back at your own lives and see moments, maybe the moments that led you to your vocation, or maybe a moment within your vocation, or maybe a moment here in this uh, convent in which you sort of had the experience of saying, me? Me? You want me to sit next to you? You want me to lay my head on your heart? You want me to come? And what a beautiful gift those moments are. They like make all of the journey beautiful. They make, uh, they're like the fragrance uh, along the way, you know, if you're on the road and it's like uh, things, then all of a sudden you see something beautiful and it sort of awakens the journey again. It gives you new energy. And so the experience that John had, yes, he was chosen first, but each person that follows the Lord has a moment in their lives in which they experience, wow, you let me do that? You allowed me to be this close? And so we give thanks for those moments in which the Lord brought us close to him. And we also give thanks, recognizing in the gospel today that John isn't John without Peter. And Peter provides a very important place, obviously, in the role of the church. But while we have someone who makes the journey beautiful, we have moments in which things seem like, my gosh, I don't want to go anywhere. The importance of Peter to recognize there is someone who tells me the road. There is someone who tells me the road, and the role of a Peter in our lives is so important. 
And I think the last time that I was here with all of you, there were moments where you were thinking, where is my John moment? Do you remember that? It was some time ago. And those were times where you say, well, we don't know where John is, but we have Peter. And we belong to the diocese, or we belong to so-and-so, or we belong to, there's someone else is telling us which way. And isn't it a beautiful gift that you were faithful to Peter in those days? And here we are, celebrating the birth of our Lord and recognizing the gift of both. I hope that you sisters each know the closeness of our Lord. I hope you have grown in your maturity to realize that there's a path that you don't set and someone else does and gratitude for who that person is at the moment. But do you know that you're Peter and John for us? Do you know that you provide a place that is a road for us? That we can say, I can't decide how the sisters do this or that or where they go or what they do. But that's a road and I want to go with them. And collectively as a whole, but uniquely and individually, each of you, known by name, by many people among us, say, ah, I'm so grateful that that one ended up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. For it's with her that I feel like I can lay my head on the heart of the Lord. Do you know that? That we love you? That we're grateful for your presence? Some sons take a little while longer than their moms and dads to figure that out. But when I came back to Sioux Falls and had the days, I was eager to call Father Eckridge and say, Hey, can I help you? And you know what I was surprised? I thought he'd be like, yes, I need help. He's like, well, yeah, if you'd like, you could take one of the days. I thought, wait a minute. I think he loves being with those sisters. <laughs> right? When our lives are busy, when everything is too much, when that's when we know who the one is that we can't let go of, that fills our hearts most. That's when we know whose heart is the heart of the Lord to help make our day beautiful. Thank you. I look forward to all of the graces that will be given me this day because this is the road that the Lord put me on and you have made this day beautiful.